As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord is good all the time. We want to welcome you to Midday Glory. I'm Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon. I'm your host for the next 20 minutes or so. We just want to take the time, this uh, midday time, to just give God all the glory, for he is the most high God. He is worthy of all of our praise. Glory to God. He's more than worries are worthy for us to just bow down and just to worship him. He is such a good God. He is such a merciful God. He is a kind and gentle God, and he loves us unconditionally. We should seek his face daily and put him first in everything that we do. Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We should worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Last week, one of our, in one of my quiet times with the Lord, the, the scripture that he gave me or the book of, that I was studying from was Psalms 96, and he woke me up. It was around 3.12 in the morning. I was just laying in my bed, and I was just thinking on his goodness and thinking of how good he is, and I was just giving him praise and thanksgiving. And as he began to speak to me, I got out of the bed to grab my iPad so that I can begin to write down the thoughts that were into my mind on just his goodness, just to worship him and just to give him praise. Our Lord and our Savior does the impossible, glory to God. I couldn't get the Psalm 96 out of my spirit because it sprang up a worship to Almighty God from the inside. I mean, no matter what we are going through, no matter what this world, what we have witnessed or what this world is going through, we, I just dare us to take the time while we're in the midst of the storm, to just take the time to praise God. I dare us just to take that time and to worship God, just to bless his holy name and let the Satan know that he is under our feet. You see that 
when we begin to praise God through our trials and through our tribulations and through our circumstances, he will turn our moaning into dancing. He will turn our sorrow into joy. He will turn a confused state into a total peace. He will lift us up in his mighty power and his mighty spirit, glory to God. We must learn to praise him, glory to God, through every last one of our circumstances. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalms 96 is a call to worship the righteous judge, the, the Lord our most high God. And I just want to read the Psalms to, for our listening today. It says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great, and he's greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Glory to God. And to give unto the Lord all ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord the glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established and it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the woods rejoice before the Lord, for he cometh. For he cometh to judge the, the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. The Lord our God is so full. Glory to God. He's so full and he's in charge of everything. Glory to God. I just love giving his name the praise. I just love blessing him because, see, what he puts on the inside of me is a praise, and it works on the outside to bring about a change in my life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So today we're going to complete the breakdown of Paul's text within its context, which we've been gleaning from Philippians 4.19, and what it has for our lives. We've discussed he's the provider. We've discussed the promise. We've discussed the provision. And last week we discussed the plentitude, and we said that the plentitude is being full in a state of completeness. So today is the last of the text within the text that Paul was speaking of within the verses. So it's the fifth one, and it's called the prerequisite. Prerequisite means something that must exist or happen before something else can exist or happen. So this fifth and this final thought cannot be overlooked. We know in order for things to, um, to operate correctly, there are prerequisites that must be met before we can even uh, receive God's provision. So it's not just right there in the verse 19, but is there in the context, particularly in verse 18. The two verses are linked together uh, with the word but a conjunction that ties things together. So beginning at verse 14, the apostle Paul reminded the Christians at Philippi of the generosity that they had shown him in his time of need. He said, you did communicate with my affliction, the time that Paul was going through his difficulties. He said, he, he even elaborated further in verse 15, telling them that no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. In both verses 14 and 15, Paul used the word communicate. If we want to claim the promise and the provision in verse 19, 
We better not overlook these verses or take them lightly. This is explicit teaching they're here, and if we fail to pay attention to it, we'll miss the blessing. So many of us Christians say that we are believers. We believe, but, but out of our same mouth, we'll say that Philippians 19 is not for us. So what are, we, what are we actually saying? Do we know that when we speak against the word of God, when we don't claim the word of God, when we are not doers of the word of God, that we are avoiding our blessings, how can we say that when God has no respect of persons? When he wrote the word of God, he wrote the word of God for every last one of us. His word was written for all of us, whether we are doers of his word or not. Perhaps it's because we, have, we, don't have, we don't spend enough time with God. We don't understand the intimacy and the blessing of, 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 of what he has poured out for us. We have not completely surrendered everything to the Lord. We have not carefully examined verses 14 through 18. The Philippians believers had shared generously with the apostle and the ministry God had entrusted into them. Their giving was not casual, nor did they give only when it was convenient for them. It stated in verse 16 that Paul reminded them, for even in Thessalonica you sent once and, you, and, and again to my necessity. They continued to give to Paul out of his necessity. Glory to God. Paul rejoiced in their giving, but it's not, he didn't rejoice because of what they did for him. Their giving was basically what they, what they did for them. It was for them. Amen. It's just like giving our tithes. It's not that we're giving it, we're giving it to man, we're giving it to God, and we, are, we get rewarded from God. Amen. Their generous giving had actually added to their account. The motive, the manner, and the measure of our giving has a definite and a direct effect on our being able to claim the promises from verse 19. Because they were in good standing with God, the provider, this gave them the right to claim the, the promise. Amen. Understand what I'm saying here, because they were in good standing with God, the provider. This gave them the right to claim his promise. There is no need to argue this point because it's the obvious truth. In verse 18, Paul describes their gifts as an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to the Lord. Here Paul was clinging, cleansing his main argument, namely that if God is not pleased with our giving, then we have no claim, glory to God, upon him. The expression, an odor of a sweet smell or savor, is an Old Testament phrase for a sacrifice that pleases the Lord. The term was used frequently in our symbolic sense, and, and if you often displeased God, it was a stinking savor or a stink. But if it pleased the Lord, it was a sweet savor, glory to God. The Christians at Philippi gave sacrificially out of a pure motive. Therefore, the apostle could say to them, my God shall supply all your need. This is the essential lesson in our Lord's teaching to his disciples in Matthew 6. And we, we discussed this last week. Christ talked about their need for money, their need for food, their drinking, and their clothing, and their shelter. And he assured them that their heavenly father knew that they needed all of these things. But the mere fact that God knew of their needs was not, it was not in itself guaranteed that they would receive what they needed. Such knowledge about God might relieve any of us of worry and stress and anxiety, but merely knowing God is the omniscient provider is not sufficient. What is the prerequisite to a valid claim upon God for our total needs? The Lord says, but seek him first and his righteousness, and then all of the things will be added unto us. Jesus did not speak these words to unbelievers in order for them to to now become believers, he was telling believers how we could lay hold of all of the necessities of life. His disciples came into him, and he taught them in Matthew 5, and he says, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain where he was set, 
he did, he, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that moan, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when, ye, when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Mm. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus was telling the disciples how to behave as children of God, how our character and our attributes should be Christ-like. They, 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 they will have the needs of their lives, and if we act the way according to God's will, we will also have the needs of our lives. Those needs are known to God, but there is a conjunction here. If those needs were, were to be supplied, the disciples would have to put first things first, and we as believers will also have to put first things first. So Jesus said, seek him first and his righteousness, and everything that we needed, it will be added to our lives. We must, we must pursue holiness. We must pursue love. We must pursue the God kind of love, pursue joy and peace and meekness and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. We must behave rightly before the Lord. We must behave so that what we do will please the Lord. It is what moves his supply to all of our needs. The more righteous we are in our behavior, the nearer we are to God's storehouse. Glory to God. It says, blessed are the days which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, but they shall be filled. If we put God and if we put God in our relationship to Him first, then we have to, then we have His pledge that all of our needs will be supplied. We will have we have to first understand the truth. Then we must take the initial step and pursue it with every with our everyday living. Don't put other things first, but put God first. We have no right to pray, give us this day our daily bread, until we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then this is the same prerequisite that Apostle Paul was talking about in Philippians 4. We need to have such a love for God. When we wake up in the morning, when we wake up through the, throughout the night, there's a praise in our spirit. There's a song in our heart. And there's a prayer that we just begin to pray, just talking to the Lord, glory to God. This develops out as we surrender and our all to all walk with God. We must study his word. We must be doers of his word. We must love our enemies. We must bless them that curse you or us. We must be good to them that hate us. We must pray for them that despitefully use us and persecute us, glory to God. We must desire to be the child that our Father in heaven desires for us to be with a pure heart. We remember that all power, glory to God, is in his hands. Hallelujah. When we surrender to God, we will, we will all of our needs will be met in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let us pray. Glory to God. Lord God, we bless your name. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for loving us, Lord God. We thank you, O God, mighty God, for sacrificing your life for us, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We thank you, O mighty God, for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs, O God. We thank you, O mighty God, 
God, that you love us unconditionally, Lord God. You are God, hallelujah. Besides you, there is nobody else, Lord God, hallelujah. You are the solid rock, hallelujah. You are the chief cornerstone, Lord God. You are the builder, Lord God. You are the strong tower, Lord God. We know that the righteous went in, and we know, God, that we are safe, Lord God. You are our strength and our redeemer, hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. We, we Father God, thank you, Father God, because you are a way maker, Lord God. You make a way, almighty God, out of nowhere, God. You are the one who sacrificed your life, oh, Lord God, so that we have a right to the tree of life. Hallelujah, Lord God. We worship you in the beauty of holiness, almighty God. We respect your glory, your God, and your honor, Lord God. We bow down humbly, hallelujah, before you, God, and worship, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we know that you have all of we need, Lord God. You deserve our praise, oh God. You deserve our worship, Lord God. When we think on your goodness, Lord God, when we think on your sacrifice, oh God, how you denied yourself, God, how you was obedient to your father, Lord God. When we think of the agony, oh God, that you went through just for us, Lord God, we bow down in reference to you, Almighty God. We surrender, hallelujah, to the most high God, hallelujah. We cry out, Lord God, thank you for forgiving us, Lord God. Thank you for loving us unconditionally, Father God, in the name of Jesus God. Thank you, Almighty God, for, for being patient with us, Lord God. We ask, Almighty God, that you forgive us when we allow the chaos of this world, oh God, could control our minds, oh God, because we know, God, that our mind belongs to you, God. We have the mind of Christ. You are our shepherd, and we know that we shall not want, Father God. We decree and declare on this day, Lord God, that we will follow you, Lord God. Each and every day, God, we will rise up, God, with a praise in our spirit, God. We will worship you, Lord God. Father God, we, we will give you all the glory. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. But we know, God, that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory, Lord God. We know, oh Lord God, that you will lead us, Father God, to the green pastures, Lord God. You will lead us, oh my God, to the still waters, God. You will restore our soul, God. You will leave us to the path of righteousness for your name's sake, Lord God. God, you give us courage, Lord God. You are always with us, God. You are omnipresent, Lord God. God, we thank you that when we are distressed, God, we know that we can call upon your name. Hallelujah. We know, God, that you are our son and shield, Lord God. No good thing, mighty God, will you withhold, will you withhold from us, Lord God. You are the ruler. You are the counselor. You are the mighty God. Hallelujah. There is none like you on this entire earth, Lord God. There is no God besides you, God. You are the great God. Hallelujah. You are Jehovah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you are the sovereign Lord. Hallelujah. Father God, you, Father God, bestow favor and honor unto us, Lord God. And we just give you the glory, Lord God. You have done everything already, Lord God. We must learn, Almighty God, to walk in your word, Lord God. Our faith needs to be strong and to receive your word, Almighty God. We must learn, O oh Lord God, that not to turn to the left nor to the right, but to stay on the path, O oh God, that you have given us, God. Stay on the path, O oh God, that for righteousness sake, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord God, we know that you are our light and our salvation, Lord God. We will not fear anything, Lord God. You are our stronghold, hallelujah. You take hold of us, Lord God. We know, God, that you are our helper, God, in the name of Jesus, God. You are the mighty God, hallelujah. So we desire, O oh God, to walk in your attributes, Lord God. We to desire, oh my God, to walk in your character, Lord God. You have no respect of person, God. We, you said that we must love our enemies, oh God. You showed that love, oh my God, when you did not show any difference, oh God, when Judas, Father God, betrayed you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Lord God, we cry out today to reflect on your kindness, oh God, to reflect on your holiness, your wisdom, and your goodness, and your truth, oh God. You are an unchangeable God. Hallelujah. You are the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore, Lord God. You are powerful, Lord God. You are all-knowing, God. Every 
place at the same time, God. You can take care of every last one of us of, of our needs, oh God, all at the same time. Oh, how powerful you are, almighty God. You are the sovereign. You rule the entire nation. Hallelujah. You are the faithful God. You are loving. You are mercy. You are gracious, oh God. Hallelujah. Father God, as prayer words and as intercessor, Lord God, we desire, almighty God, to walk in your character and your attributes of God so that we can be more like you, Lord God. We will use our mouth to speak the oracles of Christ, God, to be an encourager, to lift somebody up, God, to build somebody up, oh God, that is torn down, someone that may be going through, God, and don't know how, God, to, to even pray, Lord God. We just desire to pray without ceasing for everybody, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We pray today, Father God, for every soul to be saved, God, and those that are, are saved, Lord God, that we would desire a close and intimate walk with you, Lord God. We know, God, that we are truly living in the last and the evil days, Lord God. So we desire, Almighty God, to be that vassal, Almighty God, that servant, Almighty God, that you will use today, Lord God. That when we step out of our house, even in our neighborhoods, God, that we will speak an encouraging word to our neighbors, Lord God, on our jobs, God. Well, Father, even riding on the highway, God, that we will pray, Father God, for those on the highway in the name of Jesus, Lord God. That we will pray, Father God, for the person walking the sidewalk. When we're in the mall, God, it was just a smile, Lord God, will come upon our face, God, to encourage somebody, to compliment somebody in the name of Jesus, God. We just desire to be strong in your spirit, Lord God to be a blessing, oh God, to those that are all around us, God, to, to be strength for those that are weak, Lord God, to be a comfort and glory to God. Help us, oh God, to remain focused on you, Lord God, in spite of what is going on all around us, God, in spite of what we hear or see, Lord God. We cry out today, Father God, as believers, God. We pray, God, that we may desire deep in our hearts to do and say, oh God, what will please you, Lord God, to love each, everybody unconditionally, Lord God, no matter how people may treat us, no matter what they may say about us, Lord God, how many lies that they may tell us, Lord God. We desire, oh Lord God, to love as you, Lord God, to be concerned about everybody, Lord God. We know, God, your word tells us that we are our brothers, keep it, Lord God. So we need to be happy for one another. We need to rejoice of everyone, to encourage family members, God, to encourage our neighbor, to encourage someone on the job, Lord God. Hallelujah. Even as we walk on the malls, God, we just want to be a blessing, Lord God. Oh God, we pray today for, for every believer in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that we will have that urgency in our spirit, oh God, to please you, Lord. Lord God, to remain, Father God, rebuke, Father God, to remain focused on you, God. We rebuke, Father God, in the spirit of jealousy, in the spirit of hatred, Lord God, in the mighty name of you, God. We rebuke those that we that may think that they are better than others, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us demonstrate your love today, Lord God. You are righteous, Lord God. Hallelujah. You are gracious, Lord God. Hallelujah. And we just want to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise, God. We know, Almighty oh God, that you will fulfill the desires of those who fear you, Lord God. We know, God, that you will hear our cry and save us, Father God, from whatever destruction that may try to come our way, God. Thank you for being that defense silly, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for being that person, God, that will intercede, that you will stand in the gap for us, God, that you will stand on the first, Father God, line of the battlefield for us, Lord God. We will not walk fearful. We have no reason to fear, Lord God. We have no reason to worry or be full of anxiety, God, because you have not given us a spirit of fear, but you've given us love, power, and a sound mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We preserve all who love you, Lord God. Who are obedient to your commands, Lord God? And we thank you, Lord God. Our mouth will forever speak praises, O oh God, to your holy name, Lord God. We thank you for your healing virtue for the sick, God. We thank you, Father God, that Father God, for your love and your desire, Lord God, for everlasting, Lord God. We thank you that you are in charge of everything, Lord God. So, Father God, we just want to just rest in you, Lord God. We just want you to know, God, that we trust you, Lord God, that we cast all of our burdens, Father God, upon you because we know that you care for us, God. We lay the burdens at your feet, God, in the name of 
Jesus. You are the power, God. You are the glory. And we rest in you, Lord God. We, you are in control of all things, oh God. Hallelujah. So we give you all the glory, mighty God. We give you all the honor, mighty God. We give you all the praise, almighty God. Hallelujah. There, this is your servant's prayer, almighty God. And I pray this prayer, God, with every ounce of my being, with every ounce of my ability, Lord God. I pray this prayer today, Father God, for those that are lost, God, those that cannot see their way, Lord God, those that are stressed out and worried because of jobs or whatever, or bills or whatever that's going on, God, that you are the one that takes care of our needs, God. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And our hearts and our souls says amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We give him praise. He is such a good God. Hallelujah. He just gives us peace if we would just allow him to just abide on the inside of us. Amen. So today concludes the um, study of Philippians 4.19. I pray that you have gleaned from it. That you can always go back to um, our callback number and listen to the previous broadcast just to remind you how good God is. The callback number is 641 641- Seven one five three five eight nine. The extension is seven three two four nine nine. And don't forget to hit that pound sign. And or you can listen on iTunes or YouTube or Spreaker.com. We just desire every time we come on this line every Wednesday to be a blessing upon God's people. Glory to God. You can send your prayer request to middaglory at gmail.com or whenchristianspeak.com. Glory to God. We will be we are here every Wednesday at one o'clock. We don't miss because we know that if it's just one person that is blessed for that day. We want to be able to be a blessing. So spread the, spread the word about Midday Glory. We're on the air every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. We thank you. We just want to speak encouraging words to you. We want to tell you to stay focused on God. He loves us unconditionally. That will never change. Hallelujah. He forgives us. He's such an amazing, sufficient, all-powerful God. He is all that we need. Glory to God. We will see you next week. Glory to God. God has already um, hit my spirit with a new subject for us, and we just looking forward to it. So we will hear you on the line next week. God bless you richly in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.